And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Yes, she's pregnant with child, but that child is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. I'm about to make a point in a while. Oh, glory. Can, can, can I just come here for a little while? Can I just come here for a little while? When Caesar Augustus decreed that everyone should go back to their home, homeland to be taxed, Caesar didn't know that he was accomplishing God's will. 700 years before, in Micah chapter 5 verse 2, we are told that Micah prophesied that the Messiah was going to be born in Bethlehem. Are you getting what I'm saying? And because the word of God was spoken, God was after his word to hasten it so it can come to pass. Because the prophecy went out 700 years. God looked over his word to ensure that it happened. They had to relocate. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. When you get a word from God, it must come to pass. From God, it must come to pass. It, it must come to pass. Let's, let, let's look at what Micah said in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. 700 years before, the prophet Micah said, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, thou be little, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me, that is to be a ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. It is right there in God's word. That's what God's, God says 700 years ago through the prophet Micah that the Messiah was going to come from where? Bethlehem, not Nazareth. Bethlehem. And so while Augustus was after money, while Augustus was greedy and after money, God was after you and I. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. He was after you and me, ensuring that the plan of salvation comes to pass. Huh? God is after you and I, ensuring that we are no longer taken advantage of by the devil. God looked down from heaven and see how the devil was messing human beings. He had us like a puppet on a string. No power, no name of Jesus. Are you with me? And God said, we need help. Everything is in order. Amen. I got to execute my plan of rescue. Amen. So God worked out his plan to honor the spoken word right in the middle of the greed of the Roman Empire. Right in the middle of the greed. When the taxation decree went out, Augustus thought it was he, but he didn't realize, no, it was God. Amen. Where else should Jesus be born? I said, where's the best place for him to be born? Not in Nazareth. We know he's going to be called Jesus of Nazareth. We know that. But where else? I said Bethlehem means what? The house of bread. Amen. Bethlehem was the city where David lived as a king. And if God told him, amen, that the king is going to come from your lineage, then guess where's the best place for the king to come from? Bethlehem. Amen. So, so what's happening here? Don't you miss what's happening here? The ruler of the known world, Caesar Augustus, was moved by God to require all families to enroll from their home place since like mary and joseph god will touch the hearts of people the hearts of men the hearts of women are you with me the hearts of rulers for us if we submit to his word god is no respect of persons god moved an entire 
empire just to ensure that Mary and Joseph went back to the place that was prophesied. What you need to find out is what God said about you and I concerning where we are concerning our ministry and then take a hold of it and I guarantee you that God will move heaven and earth to ensure that his word comes to pass amen the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 21 verse 1 that the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord like the rivers of water and he turns it in whatsoever direction he so desires the king's heart the supervisor's heart amen the CEO's heart you get what I'm saying, saints? Those who are in authority, the Bible says their hearts are in the hands of the Lord like the rivers of water. Don't you be afraid. You speak the word. Are you with me? You speak the word. I said that we were, we were built to last. You speak the word, brothers and sisters. You believe the word. And it will come to pass. It will come to pass. We saw it come to pass in the Bible. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. We saw God, he did the very same thing in Egypt. Pharaoh, he did the very same thing to Nebuchadnezzar. He did the very same thing to Cyrus. God is in the business of moving. He's in the business of touching the hearts of leaders to ensure his children. His will be done in their lives. And this Christmas, I came here to tell you two things I want to tell you. Before I do... The second part of Micah chapter 5 verse 2 says this right there. Let's, Micah 5 2. Let's hear what the second part of, I want to tell you what he said about Jesus before we go any further. It says here, it says here that about Jesus, whose goings forth have been from old, from what? Everlasting. So it's telling us that the king, the ruler is going to come from Bethlehem and he's just volunteering more information about Jesus. And he said that Jesus has been what? His goings have been from old, from what? Which means he's been around a long time. When he comes into the earth, that's not when he existed. He existed before. His entrance into time, amen, did not start his existence. He's from old. He's, uh, he's been around a long time. A long, long time. His existence before began before he appeared as man on the earth. Are you with me? That's what he's telling us. That's what the Holy Ghost is telling us through Michael. 700 years before Jesus came. From everlasting. Jesus was God manifesting the flesh. That's a word used for Jesus, for God. Amen? Now, Michael was a true prophet. Wasn't he? To prophesy 700 years and see it come to pass. That's a true prophet. Are you with me? I know we have prophets. Amen. Nowadays, praise God. I thank God for prophets who can give a word and it's an on-time word. I hear what I'm saying, saints. An on-time word. Because we need the prophetic in the church. We need the apostles, the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists. Who else we need? The teachers. We need the fivefold ministry. We see it on, in the Bible every time. Amen. The Bible says in uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, glory be to Jesus, thou, God will hasten his word to what? Perform it. And that's what we see God doing here. This is what I came here to tell you as I said. As insignificant as Mary, a stay-home mama, and Joseph, a carpenter, seemed to be. God was wielding an empire to ensure that his word came to pass in their lives. As insignificant. Look, look, do you see yourself insignificant? In the midst of six billion people, don't you worry. God can change an, change an entire empire for you. 
don't you worry. God can change the hearts of leaders for you. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? I need you to get that from the Christmas story. He will do the same for us if we submit to his will, which is his word. This is what God told me to tell you this Sunday, and this is it right here. If you get pregnant with Jesus, he will turn the world upside down for you. Yeah. 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 If you get pregnant with Jesus, he will turn the world upside down for you. Amen. You ask what just pregnant with Jesus mean? It means simply means just get full of God's word. Amen. Just get become fanatical. You go to bed with it. You think about it all day. You get up thinking about it. God said you do that, he'll turn the world upside down for you. I want you to remember that this Christmas season. I know many times during the Christmas season, we feel, you know, many times we feel sad because it seems like nobody's there. Brothers and sisters, Christmas season is not a time to be sad. It is a time to be happy. Are you with me? It is a time to thank God for his deliverance and salvation. It's not about buying gifts. Thank God for gifts. The world, they've commercialized Christmas so much, we miss what Christmas really means. They have commercialized it. It's about buying gifts. And if you don't have gifts, then you feel sad and so on. It's just about, it's about making a buck out there. But when the church, we got to realize, man, that's when we really got delivered. That's when power, a way was made for us from heaven. Amen. So God says, if you do what? If you get pregnant with Jesus, guess what? He will turn the world right side up, upside down for you. Amen. You'll get favor for that new job. A spouse, if you are interested. I know not everybody is interested in a spouse. Not everybody is interested in a spouse. Glory be to God. But if you are interested, you get pregnant with the word. And see what will happen. You see, you, you see it all the time. Uh, we have examples of people who just, who they failed so much. And they've lost so much. And now they want nothing but God. And it has to take us there. It has to take us to lose a lot and fail a lot for us to realize that he is the one. Jesus is the one who will never fail us. It has to take us. Are you with me? It has to take us there to let us realize, hey, man, we need Jesus. And some people, they just, just that's it. We've lost enough. We've failed enough. So now, are you with me? It's just Jesus. The second thing I'll you. God does not move when it's convenient for you. He did not move when it was convenient for Mary. Mary was pregnant. But you got to go because the word was spoken 700 years ago. It doesn't matter what state you're in. You got to go because the word was spoken. God spoke through a man. 700 years and now the word is about to materialize. Are you with me? It's about to come to pass. The prophecy given 700 years and it doesn't matter. Listen to me brothers and sisters. Jesus is everything but convenience. Again, he may be bread when you want him. Sugar when you need him. A doctor and a lawyer but he's not convinced. I can guarantee you that And gone away with everybody's looking for convenience. When it's the right time. Somebody said to me, well, if it's God, everything is going to be easy. Where? When? Look at the cross. Does the cross look easy? If it's God, it's going to happen just like that. And, and you pity people like that because it's, uh, it's lack of spiritual maturity. 
you know, you went, if his God is going to be just like that, just like, just like that, the devil is going to fight you. He wants you to remain poor. He wants you to be, are you with me? Sick. Are you with me? He will, he will try everything to stifle you so you can turn on God and get offended. And that's what's happening most times. But we got a word from God. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, resist the devil. Resist the devil and he will what? Flee from you. He's got to go. It's not your hand. Uh, you know, thank God, you know fasting is good. And you're praying all day. No, no. All you need is the name of Jesus. Are you with me? That, that mentality is taken from Daniel. You know, in the Old Testament, Daniel fasted 21 days. And when well, I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's not your fasting and your praying that's going to move the hand of God. God moved 2,000 years ago. You didn't hear me. God moved 2,000 years ago. Are you with me? What you now have to do is for God and see it manifest. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shall be healed. He didn't say fast 20 days. That's it. He didn't say fast 20 days. Pray for 40. No. Isn't praying good? Praying is good for you, not to God. Praying is good for you because it makes you sensitive to God. Whether or not you pray, God still loves you. Whether or not you fast, God still loves you. Don't fast, you don't die. If you don't fast and pray, you may die quicker, go to heaven. But it's not. Are you like. Are you getting. I need to make that point. Are you with me? Fasting is good, praying is good. But don't you ever think it is your power? It's the name. Of Jesus. When Peter was preaching and they said, Peter, how was this man healed lame from his mother's womb for over 40 years? How did he get healed? Peter said, it's the name and faith in that name. <laughs> Are you getting me? It is that name in that name. I've met folks from, I've met folks in church. Sick for 40 years. And an unsafe guy just walked in. God healed just like that. Just like that. He just got healed just like that. In church for 40 years cannot be healed. Why? Because they think it's their power. They think it's, they think it's their fasting. They think they can move the hand of God. Move the hand of God. <laughs> Moved 2,000 years ago. And Jesus is seated. He's waiting for you to make your move. Not him. You get it? You get what I'm saying? He's waiting for us to make our move. Oh, glory be to Jesus. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not time to be convenient. Nobody's looking for convenience. People who are moving and shaking stuff are not, are not looking for convenience. Movers and shakers are not looking for convenience. They're always on the move because they know the devil is always fighting. He's always what? Fighting, pushing against us, pushing against us, inciting people against us. Are you with me, saints? Whispering to people against us. So we can do what? Give up. That's all. He wants us to roll over on our backs. Amen? Take offense with God. That's what he wants us to do. Be offended. That's what I'm to the apostles. Quickly, let me just tell you. That's what I'm to the disciples on the cross. They saw Jesus. They saw the Romans giving Jesus a beating. And they said, 
We know this man. We saw him lay hands on the sick. We saw when they came to arrest him, when they asked, when he asked, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus. And he said, I am. They all just fell back. They saw the power and now they're seeing him on the cross. Man, they got offended. We put our faith and our confidence in you. And you are now hanging like an ordinary thief. Man, that's offense. You can take offense when somebody builds their hope in you and their confidence in you and you seem to let them down. And that's where the devil wants you and I to get through. That's why, that's why, that's why they got so mad. Peter cursed and Peter said, let's go back fishing, gentlemen. I'm done. I thought he was the king of kings. I thought, man, I built my hope in him. I left my family. We, we stopped fishing. Amen. I, I went to the IRS and I said, I'm no longer in Peter and associates. We are done with that. We are now with the Lord. Are you with me? Peter burned his boat. Back then you needed wood, amen. And, and now you look, the man you burned the boat for is on a cross like a thief. And that's where we are, some of us. Some of us, we, God in our hearts is like God has let us down. God hasn't let anybody down. God hasn't let anybody down. God has not forgotten. Are you with me? He's not forgotten. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? God is not <laughs> a man. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it? Will he not do it? Hath he spoken it? And if he did, will he not make it good? That's the word of God. That's the word of God. Are you with me? We need to take a lesson from the Christmas story. God, it, that, that's just life. It's just what? It's life. And you cannot, like, look, look, if I was God, I own the entire universe. I own every human being. I said all souls are mine. Mm? And then I'm coming here and my son is born in a stable. My son is born where? With animals, you mean Motel 6 could not leave the lights on for him? <laughs> I mean, at least one room. Just one room. Think about if, prophetess, if you owns a hotel and you know that the baby, your child is on the way. Wouldn't, yes, you would rent out everything, but wouldn't you leave at least one room for your child? Just one room, one room. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? And gee, God is trying to show us, show us this is earth and things happen. Deal with it with the power I give you. Because you are more than a conqueror. Deal with it. And that's what the Christmas story is about. God is not a God of convenience. Amen. When the word comes, don't look for convenience. You need to say like Mary, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your word. That's what God wants you to say this Christmas. Be done unto me according to your word. Behold the servant of the Lord. He, I'm not here for convenience. I'm here to let the word live, be lived out in my life. That's it. That's it. This Christmas season, that's it. To be born, and I was thinking about it. In a feeding trough. In a feeding trough of all places, the king of kings. Notice what I said from the start. I said the Roman Empire, the splendor and the pomp of the Roman Empire. And in contrast to the humility of God. If my son was coming on earth, 
Man, I tell you, every angel would be out there announcing it to everybody. Man, I would put a show in the sky. I would put... <laughs> I would have angels zipping back and forth and him in and music and angels singing and trumpets and the drums and everybody. My son is alright. That's what I would do. <laughs> because you know us, we like to please men. Uh, but God is not in the pleasing business. Oh, he's in the deliverance business. In the salvation business. Are you with me? And he's not insecure as I am insecure. Are you with me? Look at glory be to God. And so what he did in quietness in the backside of the desert he entered earth with no pomp and splendor he's going to come back with pomp and splendor <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and, and we're going to get to leave this life again during the millennium there is a thousand year period coming are you with me where he's going to reign as a king are you with me but for now, it's just the Christmas story. Amen? The Christmas story. Two things. Two things God wants me to tell you today. Uh, as, as I said earlier on, if you get pregnant with Jesus, he'll tell the world, he'll turn the world upside down for you. You get pregnant with Jesus. And what else we said? God does not move when it's what? convenient for you he doesn't do that he doesn't move when it's convenient for you he moves when it's the right time when the players all the players are ready amen when all the players are on the scene glory be to god because god had to find the right joseph he had to find joseph joseph and mary was not by chance are you with me joseph and mary was not by chance it takes time to put people together you know that it takes time to get two people from man and woman who are descendants of David. It takes time for that. I, and, even, and even then God has to work with your will and my will. Because we, should, we still have to decide. Are you with me? God doesn't, God, God, God does not violate your will as a human being. Amen. If you choose not to work with God, he'll go elsewhere. His will will be done. Amen. But he'll just go elsewhere. But it will be done. It might take longer. That is why many of us, God's will in our lives hasn't been done. Because we haven't said, behold the servant of the Lord. Be done unto me according to your will. Oh, God said, okay, not this time. I'll come back two, three years. Amen. He comes back two, three years. And then, it is still my will. I'll come back in five years. <laughs> but notice, he's not giving up on you. Are you with me? And for the next five years, we are, and uh, he, he comes back. Okay, I'll come back in ten years then. <laughs> are, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? We have to cooperate with God. It doesn't just happen abracadabra or by osmosis. Like some people think, man, you got to put, listen, you got to throw everything at it. You got to throw your mind, your will, your emotion, your body at it. Yeah, that's, what, that's why the Bible says, love the Lord with what? All your heart. Everything. You got to throw everything at it. You got to get to the point where you begin to, your emotions are now for God. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? You are get you throw everything. That's what happens when you get pregnant with Jesus. Even your emotions get involved. Your emotions no longer fight God. 
Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? No longer. It is all God. Oh, when, the, oh, when that happens, yes, 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 yes. You are ready for miracle. Our culture has conditioned us to expect convenience. You read the bios of currently the multimillionaires, seven to eight times they've been they've gone through bankruptcy. But they keep bound, they keep rebouncing, they keep they keep coming back. They keep coming back. They keep coming back. Uh, what's the guy named who uh, he said the best revenge is massive success? Uh, Frank Sinatra bankrupt, he died, but bankrupt over and over again. And he said the best revenge, massive success. He said, don't you quarrel with them? Don't you fight with them? Do what you got to do in silence in the trenches. Because he said, he said success leaves clues. Yeah. Do what you got to do in the trenches. And then very soon, you'll be on the world of sin. Frank Sinatra, the best revenge is not quarreling. Massive success. You fight in convenience. You do what you got to do behind the scenes. Amen. And the Bible says, humble yourselves in the mighty hand of God. And he will what? In what? Due time. Due time. Due time. That's what he was saying. He's in due season. You just stay there with God. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you ready to be pregnant with Jesus? It's going to take time to do that, but it'll be done. I guarantee you, give yourself five years. Five years. You got in a program? Five years. Five years. In five years. In five years. You read through the Bible twice a year. Get a script, a couple of scripture verses memorized beneath your belt. Every year, let's say memorize 10. In five years, that's, in five years, that's 50. 50 scripture verses. And having read through the Bible about 10 times in five years, You'll emerge a different human being. Clarity and focus. That fog. That fog. I don't know. I, I feel. Maybe all that will be gone away. That's what I call a fog. You'll say, I know that's God. Let's do it. It's clarity. Fiercely focused. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Fiercely focused, knowing his God. Not, I'm not sure. Uh, in a fog, year after year, living in a fog. Year after year, living in a fog. I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, you get pregnant with Jesus, that fog will dissipate. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? That's what God came here for, for us, to show us that time, for, time out for convenience. When you've arrived where God wants you to and you begin to live out God's will, yes, you qualify for a certain level of convenience. But now, when the trenches, the trenches behind on praise and worship, behind on promises of God. Let me say it again. Maybe not you, me. I'm behind on the promises of God. I'm behind on praise and worship. Are you with me? Retroactively, even if I start now, I'll never be able to give God everything. 
And some of us let every day pass. Today we're given 24 hours. Tomorrow you're going to give another 24 hours on your account free. You don't pay for the 24 hours. It's free. And you get to use it however you want to. Free every day. Like clockwork. Pam, 24 hours. 24 hours. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.